Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Wazepa. And I am Brady Steffel. Hey Brady, how is your day going? You know, we got more snow. What fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just so murky. Uh, you know, the dogs come in and they mope around and they're wet. They don't want to go outside. And I don't want to go outside. Nobody wants to do anything. Eh, it's, yeah. we'll, we'll get through it. We'll get to the end of it here soon enough, but I'm ready for it. But it's going to be like that this week, I guess, off and on. So Yeah, but what's really cool is it seems like we're going to be um, kind of out of this. We'll go back to kind of average temperatures, about 50 degrees. Yeah. After, like I want to say by Tuesday or Thursday. No, I'm sorry, by about Thursday. I think, yeah, the weekend's yeah. supposed to be pretty nice. But yeah. this week is going to be yeah. more of this murky, murky, muddy backyard nonsense. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> when I was 60, I was like, maybe I should get some grass seed. You know, and it's like, oh, there's like 14, 20 inches. It was like 19 and a half inches of snow. Yeah. We got. It's like, uh, you know, it's pretty good. I didn't throw any grass seeds out. <laughs> just sit underneath. And, and this was so aggravating. And I actually spoke to uh, Michael, this guy over at the flower bed. It's like, you know, everybody gets, oh, gets yeah. so excited to like, you know, go out and do something because I was there on Saturday and it was gorgeous on Saturday. And mm-hmm. so I was there, I had to go get some soil and, and, you know, everybody's just anxious to do whatever. And I'm like, well, you got about two more months to, to kind of hang. So you got to hang think for a while. Yeah. You have that on top of all the, the, um, pandemic and then the fire fires last year and stuff we've all yeah. felt like we've been inside for three winters it's just like <laughs> let's go let's get out it's been so long since i've been out in the garden and i didn't even go out the end of last year because it was all covered in ash that's right uh so we just we didn't do anything and so whatever but you know along those lines i did read uh read news today that march production of covid vaccines is scheduled to be almost triple of what it was in february yeah it's amazing it's it's really exponentially grown so, so my brother and his wife um, have gotten their first jabs. They work um, nice. in medical fields, technically. Um, well, and then my, my folks have gotten their first ones as well. So me and Kelsey are just waiting. We're not on any privilege list. So I think we have to wait till phase two. But, you know, that's, hey, I'll take that news. No, it's it's news. really it's exciting. I mean, you know, if uh, what is, I think our governor said something about, you know, it was going to be April that everybody had a, some sort of date that everybody was going to be. I've been looking. I haven't found it. Like if you that. got it. Yeah. I'd like to know. So, um, yeah. Because I, I'm going to sign up as soon as I can. I'm, yeah. I'm, so right now we're in the 50 and older. So. Yeah. It's phase one yeah. B four technically is what we're in. And yep. it's like, you got to be 50 or older or have, um, or actually it's now it's, you have to be in certain fields or have certain comorbidities yep. or something. And, and then it's, I think it's anybody except, you know, but you have to be in these certain fields. Yeah, I'm so, not in one of those fields. I don't have the certain yeah. comorbidities. So yep. I'm out of luck. Yep. But it'll just keep, keep ratcheting down. Like my friends, Gary and Harry were talking about in Massachusetts, they don't have this ratcheting down yet. They're still vaccinating people 65 and older. So, oh, so really? anyway, yeah, surprising. Well, there you go. All righty. So should we uh, talk about some of the things that are going on in Longmont? We actually Let's have a few talk kind about of some of the things that are going on in Longmont. intensely newsworthy things that really kind of a shocking thing. We talked about alfalfas a few weeks ago and, uh, and then the, you know, they closed their store in Boulder. That's kind of what precipitated that. And then yeah. found out this past week that they're closing the one in Longmont. I mean, do we not? I feel like that was such a big thing. Do we not actually talk about that on air yet? Oh my no. God. Um, no, we did not. No. no. Yeah. Five months. No. I went in. Okay. So I went in, we got, I got news from Bill. Like, thank you, Bill. Always appreciate it. Yep. Got news from you. Like you sent it within an hour of each other. And then, yep. you know, 
they're like, oh, tomorrow we're going to go ahead and, and close the door or like start start ratcheting down prices. So they they cut uh, by 30%. The whole store was going to go down 30%. Everything was going to be 30% off. That's what I'm trying to say. And then um, somebody on the subreddit said, oh, it's, I strolled in there the other day because of the 30% off prices and I found some silk branded yogurt or whatever. And they said yeah. it was 30% off, which put it at, uh, God, I can't remember what they said. It was 350 or 450. And they said, <laughs> it's still, it, it's still cheaper to buy it at Target. It's like, there's oh, a yeah. reason I've never shopped there. Like 30% yeah. off is still more expensive than buying. Well, and I think they were so caught off guard by the whole delivery <laughs> COVID lockdown. Like, yeah. I don't know if they had a solution for, you know, like I didn't, when they opened the store over here, I didn't see anybody like shopping for people and having people pick up stuff. Right. I didn't see that at all. So I, I just think that they were just really caught, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, for that, I saw like one dissenting opinion on that and they're like, Oh, that was, it's my favorite store. I'm so sad. And it's like, uh, okay. And it's like, you're kind of just paying like an extra 50% to keep the riffraff out. I guess that they were also caught off guard because, um, their their counter the deli counter thing i guess that makes quite a bit of money for them and yeah. that wasn't operating so that was a speculation that people had to so i you know like i'm always sad to see businesses open and then shutter immediately yeah i had reservations from the get-go that longmont would be able to support that with whole foods and alfalfas and da, 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 da. and i would think that the more i mean old towns definitely become more affluent um recently but I think most of the people who are traveling to Boulder to work and making Boulder money probably work closer to Boulder where the the those other stores are already located. And you're not going to drive past Whole Foods to go to Alfalfa's, I don't think. No, I don't think so. And the other thing, too, is during pandemic, I have to say that pre-pandemic, I would go to Whole Foods and I would notice it was pretty empty. You know, like yeah. people said it was busy, but I just thought it was, you know, as you're kind of comparing it to boulder which is i believe their busiest store across the nation oh. um but you know comparing that, it to boy, that, I, i'm stunned Eric. Yeah. I'm stunned. <laughs> so so again that's per square foot it's not like foot traffic but um right. but you know going going to look at the one in longmont i'd always compare it and go eh, eh. but now all of a sudden it's it just seems like it's it's exponentially grown yeah. I don't know if it's people just said, I'm not going to drive to Boulder. Um, you know, I have my groceries delivered here. Right. Um, I'm going to go check this store <laughs> out because maybe I usually would go to Boulder, but I'll check this store out. I don't know. Right. It's fascinating, but yeah, yeah. So fascinating there. Um, you know, I, I had reservations the entire time about that store. Um, somebody said, are we going to get Trader Joe's next? Um, that was one of the comments that I had already made. Like who else is going to take a punt in there? Um, I'm curious to know if the liquor store that was slated to go in next door is going to go in because that that center has changed a lot um there used to be the big lots which i think is now a planet fitness or an o'reilly's but there's it's there's an o'reilly's and yeah and then there's the planet fitness or whatever went north okay so yeah so that's but, that's kind of what that is now and those two those stores say like yeah you need to go to them but you'll go anywhere to go to a yeah. planet fitness or an o'reilly so you're, you have to buy car parts you have to go to the store you know you don't need to go to a nice fancy but if you're going to go to uh like a lifestyle 
grocery store, you're going to want to go to a nicer center. Like part yeah. of what was nice about going to Lucky's like, oh, we got the mod market and we've got, you know, this lovely liquor mm -hmm. store next door, you know, and it's just like kind of that little enclave felt a little nicer, a little bougie. And you're like, oh, and Lucky's prices weren't too bad. And so I, I never felt bad about going to Lucky's. Well, and the cool thing is, is the thing that killed Lucky's is like the, at least in my estimation, not only were they, you know, they had to dilute their brand when they were purchased by or invested by with Kroger. I mean, Kroger yeah. just all of a sudden invested with them. And then when they had to shut the liquor store. Yeah. Because I would go there, like you said, it was kind of this one-stop shopping place. Like yep. the liquor store is right next door. Yep. I could go do that and I could go get food. And yep. in Colorado, we have these very wonky liquor laws. So that was really nice to have that. Yeah. Um, and so to your point, I wonder, I think it's called Molly's. Um, yeah, the, Molly's the, right. the, the liquor store. I just can't imagine that they would open. I, I mean, it'd be so weird. I mean, all of a sudden they're. I, what I thought was funny too, is I saw a thing uh, on the proposed and the development log saying that there's still a proposed thing on there about adding drive up service to uh, alfalfas. In <laughs> you know? I guess not and anymore. It, huh? No, probably not. And that's the thing when we read stuff off of the development log is like, you know, it changes and we don't, we don't get yeah. updates. And I've tried contacting the city a couple of times and they're like, yep, that's what it is. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you, they're busy. I'm sure I'm not whatever they've got jobs to do and it's not telling us what's going on in the city yeah. it's to manage yeah. their their own thing so uh we'll definitely see i'd love to see a trader joe's try too they were talking about the one in boulder being like unbelievably busy all the time it's insane it is absolutely insane so like if you walk in there i've only <laughs> been there a few times i'm not a huge i'm not an anti-trader joe i just am not like in the fan right. club yeah. um you know it's like whatever i mean if it's convenient and i want to pop in but you walk in there and it's so small and you walk in there and you're looking i i i confess this has happened a few times like walked in and all of a sudden i'm looking at a box of pasta and all of a sudden it's like the charlie brown christmas scene where 50 people come in and start doing this and <laughs> i look at the shelf i'm waving my hands for those who are listening but all of a sudden like all the pasta's gone and i'm like i couldn't even see what i was trying to get to and everybody came in front of me and grabbed it Wait, this guy knows something and, this guy yeah. knows he's got yeah. the he's got yeah. the eyes on the pasta that must be the good <laughs> stuff get it quick before he buys any exactly get it out it's of just it. so crowded there it's just insane but anyway i would say that there's good. there's still space in town for another grocery store i mean maybe whole foods maybe i'm wrong because whole foods came in and, and it sort of scooped up the market that Lucky's had. I don't know, but I feel like there's there's space for that sort of where you but don't, don't get too high end. Like, I just, but don't you feel like we're so heavy on the south end of town? Like, there's I do. So many I do. Grocery stores. Yeah, and, and they closed one. Safeway, like, Whole Foods, you know. and the one to the northeast was a Safeway or a King Supers, whatever closed up on the northeast side too. So there used to be one of each, and I can't remember which one closed up on the northeast side, like on Pace and Seventeenth up there. I'm pretty sure one of those closed, right? There, no, like there was a Ace and Seventeenth. Oh, the Safeway, yeah, across the street. Yeah, from Safe, yeah so yeah. one of them, yeah, yeah, one of them closed. Yeah, and you know those. I mean, if you live up there, you're going to shop there. You're going to schlep it all the way across town. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's for me. I go like nice neighborhoods, but not like a lot of restaurants, not a lot of shopping up there. So yeah. Um, I mean, and I don't think you're going to Mead to do your grocery shopping. Nope, no grocery stores in Mead yet. Although they are going to get a convenience store pretty soon. So oh, hey, well, good, good for them. Yeah. Way to go meet. So they have a uh, convenience store and the church from Die Hard 2. Very cool. That and plus the Ziggy's. You know, the corporate oh. headquarters of Ziggy's. And the oh, that's right. Yeah, they're moving out there. house there too, which is great. I mean, seriously, for people who live out in the country, I don't know, you know, where I know where you lived, but my folks always lived kind of outside of town. And I can't tell you 
what a pain in the butt it was to like, oh, we're out of milk. I, okay. I got to say, like, if drive you live four hours and go get, <laughs> if you live in Northeast Longmont, at some point, it's just as easy to drive to Berthoud. And there's a couple decent grocery stores. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not being facetious. I'm not joking. Well, there is a Jump Walmart like, right across the street there on 66. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you like shopping at Walmart, if you don't, you know, certain, yeah. you know, like people have yeah. strong feelings. But we, I was driving through Berthoud not too long ago, and I think that there was a new grocery store. There was some development up there. I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. Like, I would, it looks like a place that I would go yeah and that's all i'm saying is at some point like 287 certain times of the day is very clean shot you're there you know it's it's easy so that's all i'm saying anyway let's move on we've been die driving about grocery Grocery stores yeah this is a this is the deep dive on grocery stores today yeah uh, um the other thing i I heard some intel that next to cafe luna is going to be a mexican restaurant so that's what i hear which way from cafe luna so north there is a oh, house yeah. there the house that was for sale used to, used be, to be like a off grocery store yeah which i always thought was very strange i had never set foot in there ever i don't think i did either no i think i did once and was like huh well, this is weird <laughs> yeah so our mutual friend lauren used to go there and get like off-priced juice boxes or whatever and yeah i mean she'd always tell me the great bargains she'd get and i was like oh cool you know awesome there's and there's merit in that um the save a lot's a bit like that where it's like there's brands up there that i've never heard of but if you want to buy cheap ham holy cow that's the place to go like there's i guess that's you know if you're if you're up there and you want to i don't mind going to save a lot i think yeah it's a decent place um i you know my dad loves it because like he's like the meat prices here are insane it's like yeah (laughs) it's it's actually he would know you know uh, but it's, I think it's a decent store, whatever. So I guess that's there. So it's not, it's not disparage the Northeast quadrant too much. No, we don't no, talk no. about much up there, but no. I don't, I don't really know what's going on up there. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. I'll be interested to see how that turns out. Cause that's, that's a strange one. That's a strange building and could be a cool venue. Could actually be kind of neat next to Luna, next to the park. Huh. I think it'd be really awesome. It. Yeah. I think I it'd it. be really awesome. And then speaking of restaurants, my tour of restaurants, new ones, is uh, there's a teriyaki place going where Garbanzos used to be, where the village, village at the peaks is. So Garbanzos was Middle Eastern kind of vibe, and so that's gone now. Mediterranean, Middle Eastern, and so now the teriyaki place is going to go there. And then Lini's, which was an old staple in town, they moved down to next to Hobby Lobby few years back and now that is no more and so they're a taco place that has just opened there and i do not have the name of the taco place i have to say that i find getting into some of those areas pretty weird like uh hobby lobby in particular some of that's just like yeah i you know like i wish everybody well when they open new businesses but sometimes it's like you're gonna have a hard time pulling from other places if it's you know it's not amazing because it's just weird uh some of those getting in and out of those places is weird it's hard to know that they're there that kind of stuff. I have a, a potential thing. Speaking of the projects, like under review, like that, yeah, that whole thing, it. on um, Mountain View, seventeen twelve Mountain View, which is close, close-ish to the, uh, the hospital. Yeah, um, there is a multifamily site that might go in there with sixty-unit affordable multifamily project on a, on an acre that's there, and I'm like, what? Where could that possibly go? Yeah, um, where is that? I'm trying. Right, to it's, where so there is. is a church there, and it was formerly the seventh. Seven day advent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. church. Yeah. And yeah. so it sounds like there's a proposed thing to, I, I assume they're not going to keep the church, that they would demo that and then um, put that in. And so it says property was formerly a church. And so I assume this is exactly what they're talking about. This is the correct address. So that's kind of a neat one. Um, you know, that's a pretty big facility for a, a single acre. So that's, that's kind of densely packed. And there's been a lot of discussion about, oh, you know, how should Longmont develop, blah, blah, blah. And 
I like the idea of keeping green spaces and people people say, well, look what happened to Boulder with all the prices, right? You can't live there. Nobody can afford it. People who work in Boulder can't live in Boulder, um, aside from the Google employees. And I, I look to things and go, you know, like I had a great time living in a small town in Germany, and that was for a town of like 13 to 15,000 people, pretty densely packed. And the services were good. The shopping was decent, blah, blah, blah. Um, so you have a bit more dense uh, housing in places where you can fit it. I, I had a good experience with that in the past. So I'm interested to see if some of these uh, infills get off the ground. Because I think Well, and I think that, you know, I was talking to somebody recently, and it seems like that is really the future of Longmont is to really have to infill versus going out because we really can't go out anywhere unless... Unless for some reason open space decides that you know something changes radically with open space, but yeah, but we're, there's nowhere really to go outside of where we are, and so it's it looks like it has to be more infill than anything. Yeah, I mean it's no. um, it's kind of crazy um, about what, what else. What, what else do you have in the magical developments log? Anything else? Yeah, I'm I'm checking it out because the Boston Station apartments were uh, vacated. They were going to do that down there. And then there was another thing that looked like it was going to be down in that same area. And I'm trying to find it. And I think this is it. This says the location is 45 South Main Street. Um, so you're talking close to 300 Suns. And what I saw was like 690 Boston Avenue, which is actually back a little bit. So that'd be further out and away from Main Street to the east. Um, you're talking Boston and Maine, there's a storage thing there. And they're talking about a change of use for existing uh, accessory building on the site at 45 Main Street. Uh, address assignment 690 Boston Avenue requested as part of the change of use. The proposed, proposed changes includes uh, storage of business consumers and goods. This isn't actually the one I was looking for. That's an interesting thing that was going on. The thing that I was looking for is actually back there uh, where those apartments were slated. Um, they were talking about doing another sort of spruce in the place up to try and like get it slightly rezoned and and reshape it. Because I think that this is the area where there's like a bunch of like shingles stored outside. It looks like sort of ah, staging yeah, ground yeah. for um, that type of stuff. I'm struggling to find it. See if I can find my notes because uh, I went and highlighted some stuff here. But there was um, doot, 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 doot. oh, it's on Emory. Yeah. Emory. Yeah. yeah, I think this might yeah. be it too. Yeah, so that would be probably the one. So there's a site plan and submittal for the redevelopment of existing buildings at 110 Emory to make uh, an adaptive use of the warehouse building and develop initial phase of the site oh, yeah, a yeah, usable yeah. commercial yeah. building, add landscaping <clears throat> and improvements and architecture utilities on site. Uh, future phase is planned to include re residential development. What that means, I don't know, but if this would be the location generally where that Boston uh, there's going to be some Boston Station apartments that we're going to go basically adjacent to 300 Suns out to the east. And then that was like going to be as big or bigger than the Main Street Station ones that were there. And so this one to me is I've been keeping an eye on that lot and the lot north of the Cheese Importers because if we're talking about residential infill, yeah, commercial mixed use stuff, these are the places that I think development would happen and where there has been interest according to the development law. Well, and if you think about where... So there is like a little cool, funky warehouse across from like Wibby, like diagonally yep. across Wibby or across the street from Wibby. And I think this is kind of the area you're talking about. And so they've been talking about at least what, what I've heard. You've heard um, or I've heard that they were talking about doing some sort of corporate you know, business redevelopment in that building. 
you know, kind of a cool, funky thing. And then plus to the apartments around there. And that would be pretty neat. So like when you were saying density and kind of a cool area to be, it's like to be mm-hmm. next to 300 Suns, Wibby and kind of all the growth. And I think all the really neat things that are going to happen lower downtown and, the, you know, the river corridor and, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty amazing. And if I've got my bearings right, this is maybe slightly to the south of the the main station, but like kind of just out to the east of of, of that. So it's not, yeah. I think it's on the north side of that and not on the south side like I had initially thought. Okay. So there's still a bunch of area. I didn't even know that would have been a place to build, but you know, there's there's sort of open space next to the tracks in there, place to oh, infill. Yeah. Um, there's still going to be land um, to the south of there yet. And then all the stuff we were talking about last time, land to the south of the cheese importers and like there's used car lots and stuff that, you know, that's prime land for development. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I, that's, that's kind of how I see it. And it sounds like you've, you've heard the same thing from development. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think, you know, if I were to predict anything and I, this is not like some major prediction, but anywhere from like first all the way to Ken Pratt, that whole strip of area is just going to be like ripe for redevelopment. Cause you're thinking about most of those are kind of like warehousey, like you said, auto lots, all that. Yeah. Stuff. And there's, I mean, yeah. you think about it, you go, well, there's a Napa in there and there's like, um, there's a, a car repair place and they'd probably put up a fuss. That's, that's yeah. a decent shop. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it. Hayes maybe. Yeah. Um, and then, but there's, there's other places that you're going, does the car rental place need to be right there? Do they care? You know, is that yeah. going to make a big difference to them or not? I don't know. Like, yeah, I would think that if somebody offered them the right money or, you know, if they got a Absolutely. landlord and somebody offers the landlord the right money, it's, it's off you go. This is going to be more mixed use or just an apartment complex or whatever um, at that point. It's so, all progress, my friend. It's all progress. And then we love it or hate people it. grouse about it and people will love it or hate it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. love it or hate hey, it. hey, I wanted to give a shout out to the Seed Library at the Longmont Public Library. Mm. Um, they say it's typically housed in an old card catalog stationed in the library's lobby during the growing season. But with the library building still closed, the library staff have created a safe way to operate the free Seed Library through their curbside delivery service. Those interested can place an order for up to six seed packets online at bizarre web link. <laughs> and I'll put that in the show notes. But um, but it is, uh, you can also call them by 303-651-8472 for those old school people who want to dial the phone and pick up yeah. their seeds. But yeah. I think it's pretty a cool idea about what the library is kind of morphing to become. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. much more, you know, we need to have Nancy on. She was one of our first guests. So we need to reach out to her. Broad services. And yeah, you can check out fondue pots. You can, you know, go there for other services other than just checking yeah. out a book and maybe making a copy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely cool. Um, let's see. I had another one here. There's just like, we're talking about like how much space is actually left to do anything. And it sounds like there's a bit of development that might happen um, north of 66th yet. Oh yeah. Um, I've seen a couple annexations that are like, there's a church by sort of Francis and 66. I think they're talking about doing an annex and the build up there. And another one that was a bit further to the East. um, And then this is this, the Hover one. Uh, Yeah. So 66 and pace, there's like some plotting there for like retail mixed use. And then I know further North, we go to County line road, there's going to be a park. Um, So yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of stuff that's still going to go on. It's pretty amazing. You know what I find fascinating though, is a lot of people would be like, Oh my gosh, you know, commercial space and who's going to open a restaurant during the pandemic. I, I'm just shocked about all these, 
these restaurants that are online. And oh, I mean, we went on this frenetic new businesses and stuff. And we were talking about downtown. We were on our crazy rant about downtown. our frenetic race through. It's like holy cow! I think maybe we should have done this block by block because uh, holy cow! We once we started doing it, I'm like, oh, there's so much to talk about. I'm so excited to talk about this, and it's like, oh, uh, we got to keep moving, man. We got to like, I know. There's, <laughs> it's like we have, <laughs> we haven't even we didn't even do everything. Fifty cups of espresso or something. Yeah, we should have just probably. Yeah, we should have just probably gone. Well, here's some nice news from third, you know, from third to fourth and second to third. Uh, And maybe we'll revisit that because I think there's a a longer format in that. So there's one called Notch 66 Watermark. Blah blah blah. It's a final plat site thing. Maybe this is what you were talking about. But they're talking about 336 multifamily dwellings on 28 acres, uh, 10 three-story buildings. This would be on uh, Ute Highway. Ute Highway. Um, 66 and uh, Erfurt Street, so that's off to the east a little bit. Um, yeah, but that's you know it's 66, so it is north of 66, but yeah. just you know just, and yeah. so it'll take up a few there. And again, like I like the idea of having denser and then having nicer mm-hmm. amenities for everybody, and you know increasing public transit and doing that sort of stuff instead of saying let's wipe out the the green space. I don't want to get into a, a position where we can't afford to live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want people to feel like they can live here. That said, I was looking at the real estate recently and there's a house on third street. It's this beautiful old brick thing. And a few years ago, it went up for sale for like six or $700,000. And I I don't think it sold or it took forever to sell. And then you should look it up because I think it's still in the, if you go to coloproperty.com, not necessarily you immediately right now, if you want to, (laughs) but for the people listening, it's like beautiful. It's got sort of a tapered roof line. It goes up to this like nice steep pitch and it's just a beautiful brown brick building. And I think they had a hard time selling it a few years ago. And then recently it went up again for 925. And I'm like, well, it'll probably sell, you know, probably, probably. And I think it sold within a week. Yeah. For almost a million dollars. Crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of people just, I think you're just seeing some people go, you know, the investment of, you know, where we live is pretty phenomenal. It's still a really great investment because you get that rural, but you also get the am- amenities of urban. And, yep. and I think people are just finding that really attractive, especially people who live in dense areas across the country. You're yeah. just like settling under the West and going, you know, this is pretty cool. I could do this. Yeah. Do we talk about that like weird entitled article on air from like somebody came from Brooklyn and came out here. We're complaining about their kid. There, there was an no, article that no, said, at the beginning, go for it. No, no it, was, it was so funny. People was just so panned on the internet that people are like, Oh my God, you're so toned to something like this couple and their kid from Brooklyn left Brooklyn and came to, I think they came to Boulder and probably they had real estate money or they were, they were moneyed and they came out and they, we're renting a place and they were like, why can't my child be like a Boulder child? They won't wear their, their, their sandals. There's like special Boulder shoes for walking in Hills. And it's just like, it, it came across as so tone deaf for it's like, yeah, if you want to go somewhere for an escape, go to Boulder, do this, be like Boulder, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But you have so much, you got, you threw gobs of money at this, just yeah. gobs of money. And everybody's like, yeah, this is, I mean, go back. You know, go back to where you came from. <laughs> I can't remember if it was posted in one of the Boulder uh, forums that I read or whatever, but they're like, this is so tone deaf. It sounds so bad. Um, and I think people come out and they get that. And then you see, oh, I can throw a million dollars on a house. It's fine. I come from the West Coast, I come from the East Coast. And people who live here go like, oh, it's great if you own a home because your property values go up, which just means you pay more taxes. But ultimately, you know, you could pull it out if you want to. Yeah. So yeah, like it's a great problem to have. And then sort of, 
and then you go um there's people who don't own homes and they're going like this place is getting to be it is it's horrible for yeah. us now yeah. and i want to see you know building in a way that gives those people a place to live too so well, and we want we want equity for people i mean you know you don't want it just to be a bunch of affluent people just living somewhere and then no. lose touch with reality no, I no. I don't want to no. have to buy Patagonia so that nobody, you know, I don't want the side <laughs> eyes. What are you doing here? You know, Patagonia, that's low end now. Is I, mean, I don't even God. know, man. Uh, I, yeah, you got you got to go more higher end. I mean, actually, it's really funny. I I worked the election one time with a guy who actually helps design um, activewear, and so he was talking about the brands, and he said, "Oh yeah, Patagonia and, and North Face are all kind of, you know, they're not blase. They're, yeah. yeah, they're blase. The ones that are, you know, the people who really want the." The, the really good brands are going for something totally different, which is, I did read so that there was, I heard a story once about some guy paid like $2,000 for a winter jacket. And it's like, what? and it was like, that was what was popular in certain East coast schools. And they're like, wow. Oh, it might snow this year. Someone of my, this spent $2,000 on a, it's like, Oh, you know, I've, I've got a Columbia. It works well. I'll probably yeah. keep it for another 10 years. Yeah. I got rid of my other Columbia. I, I didn't get rid of it. I still have it. Okay. Yeah. I got it when I was in high school. So yeah. I, you know, like that's how I was brought up. It's like, it's warm. And they said a lot of times too, when you're up skiing in the Hills, you can tell who the locals are and who the, the people who just pop in because the locals go out and whatever they've got. And then the people who are, you know, the wealthy folk obviously show up with their $2,000 jackets and stuff. And so that's, it's the funny. Yeah. You know. I don't know. It's just, it's fascinating. So what else uh, you got? let's see. I think I have one kind of event. I wanted to mention that April is national poetry month. Ooh. So the library is doing some stuff about poetry. So you probably mm-hmm. want to check that out. That's about all I have for events. And the exciting news though, for events is the fact that we're going to be opening up here pretty soon for more gatherings. So it'll be interesting to see who's going to kind of take the plunge and, Get into that space. You know, the uh, baseball stadium will probably be, you know, will be full, but they'll allow crowds. And then you're going to see like music festivals and other things pop up again, too, as well. Speaking of pop ups, what a segue. Speaking of pop ups, yeah. Uh, Crackpots is doing a pop up shop. You like that? I do. <laughs> pop up. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. What's the pop up ha- shop? Not, not ham fisted at all. So they're doing um, like bowls that have been painted, made, probably fired down at, at Crackpots, and they're selling yeah. them uh, for donations to our center. So yeah, so they're probably there. Um, uh, what's the event that our center does? It's the bowls. Um, yeah, it's the. I'm see if I can find it here. The oh, empty bowl pop up fundraiser. Thank you. Yep, yeah, empty bowls. Yep. And so yeah, people can go decorate bowls and then they sell them, and it's kind of cool. So. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Like it's a fun way to get this done. So that's going on uh, Monday, March first to the end of the month here. So nice. you got that's a bit fantastic. of time left. Uh, you know, go check yeah. it out. If yeah. you know, if you don't want to buy a bowl. Go donate some money. You got money. Do, do, do nice things with your money. We're just talking about how everybody's this money and we're spending, spending it on $2,000 jackets. That's right. So that some that's guys right. Why not? It. Yeah, it'd be better to help people out than maybe spend a $2,000 jacket. So Yeah. Well, what else you got? Anything else? Nah, nothing newsworthy. I'm sure. Kind of why stuff. I cued the music. I thought, you know, I feel like we're, we're maybe running on fumes. So, well, this, I got, I could talk about this picture that I just found of a hot pepper that has a, it, it looks sort of, you know, like like you shouldn't show it in public you should put the not safe for work tag on it <laughs> uh, we're getting down to that area we're, we're at the bottom of the barrel now <laughs> all right well as always thanks to andy epler for our intro music um thanks to brady for being that's brady me. that's being brady and then find us on amazon music alexa stitcher spotify apple Podcasts. 
If you love what you hear, rate us. Give us a good rating. Let us know you're enjoying listening. And then if you don't like us, reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, even if you do like us, just let us know what's going on. Yeah, and what, even if you think we're like doing. mediocre, I think in 2021, that's five stars. Right? That is probably true. If I you give like with four that. stars or less in 2021, they're like, yeah. well, this guy's a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, too, is I want to say just uh, – just an accolades to people who are actually throughout the country listening to us. And I always laugh when I hear, you know, where I see people are listening from Virginia or from New York city. And I, I just go, wow, you know, they must've thought this was like a side dish cooking class, but surprise. It's not. We'll have you. So, yeah. Well, you stick around, huh? Hit like, and subscribe. <laughs> even if you don't want the content. Thank you, Brady. Thanks, sir. <laughs>